great morning. Another fantastic morning. I hear the uh, woodpeckers in the trees. <laughs> Just That's not how woodpeckers in the trees. That's Woody Woodpecker <laughs> from the cartoon. <laughs> what? Those are beautiful woodpeckers and feeding their young in the trees. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. Welcome to What's the Point. My name is Gregory Kank, and I'm here with my always knowledgeable um um on a col uh, on on ecology on on a Isn't that uh, cancer? On that's oncology oncology or orna ornacology. I have no idea. The study of birds. Oh, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, I think that's what it is. I, I, you know what? That's off the, the cuff. I'll have to make sure I have that right. Okay. Um, but she's uh, she she recognized that that was not a real woodpecker <laughs> almost right away, and uh, you know, she's just so brilliant. I I I just, what can I say? I I'm 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 floored by her ability to just see through things and and be able to know what the truth is about about different things in life it's it's amazing her her breath of knowledge is is beyond okay, so anything that i could Greg. ever imagine how are you amy kangren how are you doing this fine morning? thank you oh, God. <laughs> talk about long winded <laughs> fell asleep during that <laughs> Oh, come on. That wasn't boring, was it? That's very sweet. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Oh, fine. I, I've, I've screwed up, you know. Why? I have to actually go to the other uh, room and get my glasses. Hold on. <laughs> okay, got them. All right. You know, the, you know I, there's a lot of things that we check. During the show, because we endeavor to be accurate, and um, sometimes, in order to do so, uh, you know, I have to look stuff up, and and when I do, whoa, thank you. I don't want to off my cover. I guess it's got to be back there somewhere. Um, sorry, sorry. Okay, here we go. Let me let me get let, let's get this going. You know, this is a podcast. We could actually edit out things that are not good, things that we don't like about it, or whatever, things of that nature. But you know what? We don't because we are true to um, the product that we um, produce here, and we want to make sure that everything that we do is is true. And there's no, um, uh, you know, there's no, um, how do you say this, professionalism that is <laughs> to, to anything. It's honest, it's authentic. Yeah. yeah, it's authentic, that's what I meant to say, yes. <laughs> how you doing, Aim? I'm fine, I, I just walked all over Barcelona this morning. Okay. Trying to find Xantam gum. What is that? Some 
cute guy that you're interested in? What? No, it's a baking. It's a thing for baking, uh, not um, carb-free or low-carb baking or gluten-free. It's uh, it's um. It's, what? It's a, like a gluten substitute. It's no, it's not gluten. But if you're baking, mm-hmm. like okay, so I am trying to do keto. I do it probably seventy-five percent. I I know that's not good enough, but it's you know at least it's low carb, you know. And um, I try and trying to replace bread. Bread is one of the hardest things to replace when you're on low carb or no carb. So in order to bake um, low carb or gluten free, you need something to replace the um, the chewiness and the texture that you get when you bake with wheat and gluten. And that stretchiness that yeah. you have in the dough. Correct. Or the lightness. You know what I mean? There's a whole bunch of things okay. that that gluten free um, or carb free breaking. You just don't. It's not the same. Okay. What's the deal with the what? Why don't I want gluten? In my it's, bread. Not about, it's not about gluten. It's not. It has nothing about that. It's just that wheat has gluten. Okay. And well, why must I have my gluten removed from my wheat? Why is that not, important? It's not about that. It's just that you're not going to be using wheat at all. You're not going to be using regular flour when you are doing low carb because flour, regular flour, is too high carb. Oh, so when you're that's cutting right. carbs, okay. um, you you got to get non-carb substituted flour and that's usually a lot of nut flours almond flours or uh i saw a bag of almond flour in the store the other day they wanted about 150 (laughs) dollars yeah it's expensive it's expensive but um there's people have found a way to bake and bake bread and bake desserts without using flour and this is what the Zantam Zantam X A N T H A M Zantam Zantam gum. Um, that's one of the ingredients to help to kind of get to a texture and stuff that we're used to. Is it a rising agent? No, I don't think it rises. It's not like baking soda or baking okay. powder. It's just something to do with texture and how. Everything kind of a, a binding. It's a binding agent. Gotcha. You know, so it kind of mm. helps. I don't know. It helps just, coagulate the product. Correct. And I couldn't find it, so I had to go to like four or five different stores. Found it, but okay. yeah, these things are—they're uh, not cheap. What color is it? It's powder. It's white. Okay. Yeah, it's powder. white. That along with psyllium husk. Psyllium um, husk. Yeah, it's another. Another binding agent. I really don't know what these things do, but I, I, you know, when you read the recipe, they're like, you need this to 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 eat differently. You gotta invest like five hundred dollars in like oh, new ingredients. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's right. an expensive endeavor to get yeah. these things right. But once once you have this stuff, you have it. Yeah. Because when you buy it, you buy it in a, a, enough of it to last you for a while. Yeah, but usually, you know, the right? first half or three quarters of it, it's all testing. Talking about oh. Just throw that in the garbage. <laughs> that is just, that is nasty, you know? Yeah, yeah, I've been yeah. trying to make keto flatbread for about a week now, and I'm like, oh, Enough already. Enough. Mercy. Correct. And I also noticed that you brought home some, something in a jar. It's a white water it's, in a jar. It's not water. It's goat's milk kefir. <laughs> Goat's milk kefir. Unflavored, unsweetened, <laughs> unflavored, unsweetened 
goat's milk kefir. It's supposed to be really good for you. <laughs> Have you ever you've had how you had it? Yes. How was it? Goddamn awful. <laughs> I'll tell you one thing. To be honest with you, if you there's a there's a thing called what is that stuff called? Jarabe. Jarabe. Which is here. Bee pollen yeah, it's or bee pollen. like honey. It's honey with vitamins. Yeah, yeah. Um, that is that everybody in uh, Barcelona takes. You know, I remember we were at... Um, in at, Spain takes. Yeah, yeah, everybody in Spain takes. Um, I remember we were um, hanging out. Um, all the kids were at the house the other day. Our friends of Sydney's and Ensor's. And we made stuff for them to eat. And and I had asked, has, has Ensor gotten his vitamins today? And you were like, no. You were like, okay, let me put it together. And you went to pull out one of those packets of... Jarabe. Jarabe. Or harabe. Harabe. Jarabe. Mm-hmm. And one of the and one of the kids that was there saw you doing it. Mm-hmm. And he didn't even he, he it was already out of the packet, so it was just in the tube. Yeah. It's not even marked or anything. Correct. But the tubes are very distinct. Yeah. And he saw the tube and he was like, Jarabe! <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? It's like Flintstones chewy vitamins. Everybody yeah. eats that as a It's kid. a liquid in an orange tube. It comes in an orange tube and everybody recognizes that orange tube with the with that little twisty thing at top. the top. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's what you take. So, um yeah, and you put mix that in with the kefir and it tastes okay. Right, right. Kefir's right. good for you. And you know what? I've bought kefir at the store. And it's not like this. Like at a no, regular, it really isn't. At a regular store. This kefir actually t- felt like soda on I'm your it, tongue. Correct. It felt alive. Yeah. So there is a big difference between going to a major chain and buying... Even here. Yeah, and buying a Because we used to um, um, drink kefir in um, America. Mm-hmm. And um, it, it, it's nothing like what this is. It was almost like... You know what it was? It was like a thin yogurt. Yeah. It was like Greek yogurt um, flavored or, or, or yogurt shake. Greek yeah, yogurt. yeah, yeah. This, this is, is like... Not, this is not This felt alive. Is. It yeah. made my tongue ting- tingle. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think there was a couple of pieces of curd in there. Yeah, it was they crazy. Didn't, they didn't get out, you know? It's by um, the store. It's like this, it's a niche store and all they make is fermented foods. Yeah. So they make their own kefir, different yeah. types of kefir, different types of... Yeah. Kombucha. Kombucha. You tried that. I tried that, and it did something. Yeah. You know, I'm always waiting for these things. They're like, yeah, take these fermented stuff, and it never really does anything. Right. This is This stuff works, you know what I mean? What's it made of, kombucha? It's also a probiotic. It's made with some type of bacteria and yeast, and you know what I mean? And it's fermented yeah. for a couple of days. And But this one is not with milk. Kombucha is made with tea. Like green tea or oh, really? something, yeah. But kefir is usually made with yeah, some kind of with dairy. Yeah, yeah. Some type of teat must be involved. <laughs> and, uh, I guess they should do it with human milk, right? I mean, if you're going to do it with goat's milk... There's no... Uh, and geez. sheep's milk... I'm sure you can... Doesn't make- it make more sense for humans? You know, it's so weird that... Humans will have no problem eating goat's milk or or sheep's milk or cow's milk, 
But then when you mention human milk, they're like, oh, my God, that's disgusting. You know, it's like, <laughs> oh, that's what you are. That, know, that's the milk but, you're supposed to. I know, um, but there's a couple of things that are really wrong with that. Okay, go. Who is going to be producing the amount of milk? Do you ask the same question of the goats? <laughs> Oh, uh, wait a minute. Now, now, I, I need to, I, I, I'm sorry. I need to know who the goat is that produced <laughs> this. Send them over to my house. Well, you know, we'll just spend the afternoon with a little sit down and make sure that we both I'm see eye to eye on public, on public uh, events these days. You know? Look, look. And the goat comes over, you know, with her husband. You know? Hi. You know? I'm Mr. and Mrs. Goat. <laughs> no. Look, I'm just saying that. No, we're sitting there all talking, you know. Mr. Goat's trying to sell me insurance for an hour and a half. You know what I mean? There you go. I, I'm just trying to tell you that you, you don't have the same level of scrutiny when it comes to an animal it's as you do that, when it comes to human that, beings. Is that for humans, okay, you would need a lot of women lactating. All the time. Oh my God. <laughs> exactly. So picture that. Picture rows uh, and rows of women with a with a pump just pumping out milk. And then just feeding them, you know, constantly just you know it's, they can it's pretty terrible. They, like a trough in front Correct. of them. Correct. That's pretty terrible. You know what I I, I I know some women who I think belong in that oh, line. There, I'll see? be honest with you. So, anyways, no, it's not feasible. Now you might say, well, you shouldn't. Be women here. can produce a lot of milk. They can um uh, produce milk at home and send it in. To produce milk, okay, right. you would have had to have just have a baby. Like right. I'm not just gonna sit here and, and start producing mi- right. milk. Okay? You know what? I think I'll make milk today. <laughs> it doesn't work like that. Right. So for you to produce milk, right. you have to have just had a baby right. or have been pregnant and just had right. a baby. Right. Um, and as you produce milk, it can continue. Yes, it can. It'll continue as long and as you And you can end up with a whole lot more milk than you'll ever <laughs> need. Why not sell that well, good milk? No, no. Well, there are women who do pump extra and donate it. Right. They donate it to other To women. kids who can't, you know, there was a boy in the bubble one time. He couldn't digest anything except mother's milk, you know? Oh, you I know, they know gave that. him a Ritz cracker and he breaks out into hives, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, really? I didn't yeah, know you know. You know, a guy like that, I think you got to just let him go, you know? <laughs> <laughs> he's, obviously, he's ill-equipped to survive on the planet, you understand? Wasn't he a jerk? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You no, see, seriously, he, he was like a. Jerk. They made a joke about oh, it, and oh. they said that you know, just because everybody was like, "Oh my god, and he's such a nice guy," and they were like, "No, he really isn't. He's kind of a jerk," you know. <laughs> Everybody's trying to help him, right? But um, yeah, it's just not feasible. And I know people are like, "Well, if it's not feasible for humans, then it shouldn't be for animals." I'm not gonna get into that. Yeah, that's then you're getting into the those vegan types. Correct. And you then they'll tell you that, you know, it's all the drugs and the this and the that and the, you know. And by the way, if you're vaccinating your children, you're crazy. And I grew up Let on their a bodies uh, uh, fight off disease the natural way, you know, like the Native Americans did with smallpox, you know. I know, you die. But, um, and things are different. But um, I grew up on a farm and <laughs> I guess. 
I don't know. I just don't have the same idea. Now, I don't like corporate farming. Okay, these animal noises are really irritating me right now. Oh, Jesus. All right, go on. You grew up on a farm. I wanted to make sure people understood the sounds. You know, we're genuine here. And what we try to do is make sure that people understand the beauty of the farm. I think you just wanted to make animals. Yeah, I do. I do. <laughs> I think that was pretty much it. Yeah. So, um, so yeah, I, I don't see that. I'm, I don't have those same strong feelings. Okay. Like but I don't like corporate farming. It sucks. It's yeah, bad. yeah. Um, that that is a big problem. But not all farms are like that. There's a lot of different. Oh, uh, do they? Yeah. Uh, is that true? Yeah. In, in America. I don't know. I don't know either. America's the world is bigger than America. It is, and and what I'm saying is here. In Spain, I'm sure it, they have it, corporate farms as well because they produce an awful lot of milk. So yeah, you know. but they're doing that up in um, what's the that they'll even tell you the region it's from. Yeah, and those yeah. types of milk are more expensive. I'm talking about the cheaper milk. I'm talking about Latonia. Yeah, I'm talking about Mercadona milk. Oh well, we don't know where <laughs> that came from. <laughs> You find out. Talk about the eighty cents a liter milk. Find out that it's whale milk. (laughs) (laughs) You know. I don't want to know. Yeah, it tastes good on 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 cereal. You know. Um, something was really crazy. I heard that um in Spain they um they they disallowed selling this pain medication called Nolatil. I don't know. I've never heard of it. But um, it's a pain medication here close to like an ibuprofen. I don't think it's a narcotic. I think it's just like a pain medicine. Well, they came out and the Ministry of Health like outlawed this pain medicine to be sold to foreigners because something in that um, pill, when taken by Northern Europeans, these are like British people, kills them. It's toxic. Mm-hmm. Now, the Spanish have been taking this pill for as long as it's been around. And then um, British people came to Spain, took it, and died. What does that say to you? Um, that, really, that, that really raises <laughs> some, some eyebrows to me. And it, and it tells you that, that um, people are different. You know, I, I without getting into anything of superior, you know, as soon as you say something like that, people's minds will always go to superiority. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. They'll always float in that direction. They'll always say like, oh, well, which one is better? Correct. You know what I mean? They're like, answer. They're like yeah. my son. You know, as soon as you say something, the first thing that comes to his mind is, you know, if, they, if you had a battle, which one would win? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. But, um... It is called Nolotil, N-O-L-O-T-I-L, and and Spain has um, banned uh, this um, this uh, drug to drug foreigners to Northern Europeans. But in essence, they just said foreigners. Yeah. So if you're a foreigner and you try to go to the pharmacy and buy this, they will not. They sell won't it sell to it to you. you yeah. But they did not disallow it in the rest. No, no, no. That's been used in Spain for a long time. So, At least ten Brits have died after taking one of Spain's most popular painkillers. It's a very popular painkiller here, which is banned in the UK. The medicine's regula- um, reg- regulator at, in Spain confirmed it had launched an investigation of concerns that Northern Europeans 
might be more at risk of side effects from the drug Nolotil. More than 100 British and Irish expatriates, which means immigrants. You know, it's so funny when it's Americans, British, and so on and so forth. They're expatriates. (laughs) (laughs) Expatriates, okay? But yet... If 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 Mexicans come into America, they're um, they're aliens and um, well, you know, let's it's not even that because with a lot of that, it's legal legally and well, illegally. look, look, if a Mexican guy comes into America, even um, and he's got full paperwork and everything, he's still an immigrant. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes, that's true. Okay. So, More than a hundred British and Irish expatriates, and Holland, and people like that are just here on vacation, short yeah. vacation in Spain, have suffered devastating side effects after taking the drug. Yeah, blood poisoning and stuff, and it just makes me feel like a couple of people had amputations. Yeah, and and ten people are dead. I mean, I think that's a pretty big side effect. Yeah, I don't know what I'd go for. Are you going to go for amputation or death? What no, are you going she, for? None. Just don't take Nolotil. What are you going to go for, Mr. Cancrin? Do you want to go for the amputation or you just want to die? What am I going to lose? How about an ibuprofen? <laughs> yeah. Um, Nolotil. So that's pretty scary. It just makes me wonder, um, you know, what people's genetics have with these medicines. Because you know when they test these medicines... Um, all genetic differences are not taken into account. No, they can only test on the 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 test pool that they that's available to them. Correct. For instance, um, I remember I have low iron. Okay, I have very low you have iron. What? Low iron. Low iron. Like Got when it. I do my blood test, I'm right. I'm usually on the low side. Like right now, I have to take like they prescribe me iron pills. Correct. I hate taking them, and I rarely take them, but um, I I am supposed to. Right. Um, and the last time my iron was very low. I don't think it's as low anymore. Right. But. Um, but I remember my son had low iron for a while there, and he they did some things to get his iron um, back up. Correct. He was literally taking like liquid iron, iron for like right. almost six months. Once seven he didn't months. need it anymore, we put it in the drawer when we uh, and we came back some like a year later, mm-hmm. and it had rusted. Yeah, I yeah. mean it was iron. It's crazy. Yeah. And uh, but he was fine and. The last you know the outside of the jar, the jar. Like where it spilled or whatever. Yeah, yeah. rusted. And um, before we came, before we moved to Spain, we got everybody there, make sure everybody's up with their shots and, you know, everything. Because I didn't know how the the health system worked. You know, I wanted to make sure everything was cool. And he looked at Enser's iron. And before he looked at the test, he was like, you know, as and um, people who have who are of African descent. Right. And he had said, like, did he say Middle Eastern and Africa, or did he just say African? I think he said African. Us, African yeah. descent, um, they historically. historically don't need as much iron as Caucasians. Right. And this was what the pediatrician told us. Right. And he was like, so even if Enser measured lower on, on the iron scale, it's okay because the scale that they're using is for Europeans. For Europeans, correct. And Europe- Northern Europeans. And the, um, and the iron levels for Northern Europeans and Europeans are 
you, you know, it's just and different. white Americans. Yeah. Well, yeah, like same thing, same thing. Yeah, is um is European and in essence, black people don't iron is usually not that high, and there's Correct. nothing wrong with them. Right, that is just how their system. But their works. scale is always scaled to them. So then they think that you're low because you're not up to what their readings are for, the, for themselves. Not taking into account that your your readings, because you're from a different part of the planet, correct, are actually from a totally different environment, different weather, different um, food, uh, di- yeah, different food, different you've, you've, different germ correct. challenges, and <clears throat> um, so yeah, I I think because there's some germs out there that'll. Waste you in a hurry. I mean, there's some, there's Nasty some crazy stuff. stuff out there. And some people are more susceptible than others. Yeah. And um, like this nolatil, whatever is in it that's causing these northern Europeans to be affected, Correct. while the southern European Spaniards are fine. Yes. So I mean, I look at that from my point of view and say, well, how how should I measure my health? against the standard because right. that might not be me. Right. Like my daughter, she she runs on the thicker side. You know what I mean? She has a right. big butt, big thighs. Right. You know, and she's young and she's going to compare herself to a Spaniard who is Bone very thin. thin and very... Ju- they're just... Their small. bones are small. They're very small. Yeah. <laughs> so it's kind of hard to to really separate the two. But yeah. I've learned that that's just not me. That's not my body type. And right. I cannot compare myself. No. And, and put myself on that step. And even when you did, I, I, I can remember when you um, uh, fought your last MMA fight and, and when you made that, the weight that you had to make and you were very thin, it, you just didn't look right. No, I don't You wouldn't want to walk around looking like that. I didn't look right so thin. Yeah. And, you know, for so long, it was like thin, thin, thin. Yeah. You got to get as thin as you can and thin yeah. as you And it's like... You got down there and it was like, <laughs> I looked, ma- I looked masculine. Yeah. Like I lost a lot of fat. First of all, I got flat chested. Right. I got so... Because I historically have had... Big boobs. Yes. I mean, like D cups, double yes. D cups. Very like... well endowed. <laughs> Naturally. We used to have to have our bras made by Omar the tent maker. <laughs> Whatever. He'd be like, I'd be like, Omar, are those bras ready yet? He'd be like, two weeks, you know? <laughs> it's like... Okay. Okay. It was amazing. And all the women in my family had on my mother's boobs. side, huge boobs, right, you know? Right. Um, <laughs> anyways, um, when I lost a ton of weight and I got really thin, I got flat chested. Right. That's how much fat yeah, it was I unbelievable. lost. Unbelievable. <laughs> was like, where'd your boobs go? Yeah, they vanished. And, <laughs> and your face was so hard. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it was like, you know, you gave me, you were giving me Skeletor, you know? <laughs> and it, it just was didn't very, fit. very hard faced. So, you know, in essence, what we're saying is that to get down to weight like that. To a to, number. To what they, and to what they say or whatever. Okay, now you're healthy. That's not. That's not. No, yeah. no, no, no. And I'm going to tell you, like, right. Maybe for them. Yeah. For their body healthy. type. Yeah, yeah. And but, their muscular frame. But not for you. And so it's, but it's kind of hard because you look, I put in my weight and it's like obese. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Not obese, dude. I mean, okay, I got a few pounds on me, but yeah, you don't they'll be like overweight. Maybe overweight. they won't say you're obese, but they'll put down that you're overweight. And now, you know, they'll, you know, it's a, like a wag of the finger. <laughs> mm-hmm. oh, mm, mm, mm. You know, <laughs> and I'm 
like, you better take it down there, chunky. You know? know, it's like, what? What do you mean? I just, you know, I was down there. I didn't like it down there. Mm-hmm. That's what yeah. all the fat girls say. Right. <laughs> Damn. Why so aggressive? Right. And now you're defending being fat. Well, I like being fat. Right. You know? Nobody likes being fat. So, anyway. It puts you in a position where you're defending something that you really don't <laughs> want to defend. So, yeah, just remember out there, man, that you kind of, it's, it's harder to do it this way, but you're going to have to make your own standards on what's healthy for you. Correct. Because even like blood pressure. But don't lie to yourself, okay? If you're a fat bastard, then that's what you are. And you and you need to lose weight, then then do it. Don't give me this. Well, you know I like the way I am, and you gotta be, take me the way I am. And you and you have three hundred and eighty-seven pounds. Now that's, let me ask you that a question. That is not that's not good enough. Let me ask you a question. Go. Sounds like you're talking about women. I am talking okay, about. Okay, so what about men who are three four hundred pounds? Without Men who any, are three, without any, uh, at the drive-through McDonald's window, ordering two Big Macs, four shakes, and his big ass truck. I don't hear nobody ever saying nothing to him about how much he need to lose weight. It is always directed at women, and that's why women are like, "F all of y'all. I'ma be fat and leave me the hell alone." Well, look, the guy. Uh, how much money does he make? doesn't matter how much money he makes. <laughs> He's still a person. Look, you don't know how much money she makes. Nobody gives a shit. She's a <laughs> fat bastard. And that's the problem. And in essence, that's the problem. Yes, it is. Women yes, it is. are fat shamed like no other. Yes. It's almost like I get this idea. But you know what? It's women's <laughs> fault, too. Because look at what you guys do. A guy, a guy can be a real fat son of a bitch ugly. and ugly and everything. And as long as he's got some money, there's a whole bunch of good-looking broads who will just hang all over this son of a bitch. And that's the way you guys are. You guys set the standard. You guys are the ones that make it happen. You guys are the ones that have are the, the, the standard that sets the standard. Okay, you guys make it unnecessary for that guy to lose a pound. Do you understand? And therefore, uh, uh, fat men are viewed differently in society. I'll tell you what: where where men go, a poor man. That's where it is. It's not in it, with women. It's weight. With men, it's it's how much money they earn. Well, hey, did you hear about Finland? What? Okay, Finland. I want to say something about that too. But oh, okay, go on, go finish. on. Let me let me look this up. Go on, go on. Um, fine. Okay, women. I think it's just that women are not as mean, because when it comes to women who are fat, people are just mean and nasty about it. Almost like because this person is fat, they don't deserve respect. They don't deserve um. You know, because I'm going to tell you something. A poor man will still get respect. Do you understand what I'm saying? They ain't going to, they're not going to be like, they're not going to shame him for not having any money. Do you understand? He might not get the girl and he might this, that, and the other. But he's not going to be shamed and disrespected and reminded every second of the day how much money he don't have. You understand? But when it comes to a woman who is 
fat or overweight, she gets hammered. It's almost like, how dare you be fat in my presence? Do you understand? That's the idea. And it's almost like men feel it's like their job to let fat girls know they fat. Look, they know they fat. What was it? And my thing is, why don't these people mind their business? Why do men and women feel the need to, to, to be so messed up when it comes to women, when it comes to... Yeah. I mean, I, I think it's ridiculous. Honestly, I mean, I've been almost 80 pounds heavier than I am right now. Okay. So I... Wow. <laughs> I guess I have um, some uh, experience, but personally, I've never really felt that way. Because I've never been approached that way, even though my brother did call me fat one time and I had to set him straight. <laughs> did he really? <laughs> yes. Wow. You don't tell me, you know, you're too fat. I'm like, you know, excuse me? How dare you? <laughs> you know wow. Do you, but do you understand why? I mean, I think I took care of that. He never said it ever again. Okay. But. The mere fact that is he felt like he could do that. I ain't look at him and talk wow. about, I ain't look at him and talking about, well, you ain't got no money. You know what I'm saying? Where your money really? at, son? You, do you understand what I mean? Like, why did he, and this is my brother, and I don't doubt that he loves me. Okay? No, he does. He does very much. <laughs> but yet still, he felt as a man, and this is, and I'm like, I'm not even saying that it's like a random guy in the street or right. date or anything. This is my brother, like relative, right. who loves me, and he gonna tell me I'm fat. It did. Wasn't there a story that I heard one time that um, he w- wanted to spend? You were younger, and he wanted to spend some time with his girlfriend, and you were very getting very jealous because <laughs> you wanted him to hang out with you. Yes. And he was wanting to spend some time, you know, watching TV and yeah, hanging out jealous. with his girlfriend. You yeah. got jealous, and he was like. But I then didn't say pa- anything. Yeah, but you were pouting. You didn't yeah. say anything. And he was like, what's the matter? What's the matter? And then what did he say? I was like, nothing. He's like, come on, what's the matter? You want something to eat? You hungry? <laughs> I was like, no. I was a little, a little chunky. Little chunky yeah. yeah. I guess that's how they placated me with food. It's not my fault, okay? Oh, you poor thing. But, but do you understand what yeah, I, I mean? Do, my I brother do. don't come at me talking about you fat. Well, you know what I'm saying? Now, if I didn't... Yes, but if, he he, he, he caught, did do that. He caught me on an on a, on a off day because I let him have it. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And I attacked. Yes, you did. But imagine someone... You didn't have to talk about his mother like <laughs> that, though, you know? <laughs> but now imagine if I'm just on the street or... Being, if I was being harassed by a bunch of other people like that, you right, know, that, right. that's, who needs to live like that? So what I'm saying, chill, man. Leave fat girls alone. Yeah, that's true. You should leave fat girls alone. Most men do. <laughs> you are terrible. <laughs> Forget it. What yes, happened with Finland? Um, in Finland, what they've done in Finland, talk about full disclosure, is... They they every year they publish how much everybody makes. What it's money? Public information. <laughs> what salaries? Yes. Oh, I'd be embarrassed. Would you? Can you imagine a couple of jobs there? I know. Be like, you coming to work for this? I know. 
I remember the first job I had, and the, the, when they brought me in, it was in New York, office building, and they brought me in. They said, "Okay, here's your desk," and they were like, "Now, just you know, human resources, you know." Yeah. Now remember, uh, Gregory, that that your salary is your private business, and it's not to be discussed with anyone. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know, you don't have to worry about me discussing <laughs> my salary with anyone. I'm just as embarrassed about it as you are, you know. <laughs> So anyway, in Finland, no such animal. All it takes is a, a, a Google search or not a Google search, but a search on, on the Finnish government website yeah, or a phone call to find out how much your neighbor earned last year. Ooh-wee. And why do they As do this? As part of Finland's celebrated transparency, any member of the public can find out how much a total stranger or neighbor's annual income and tax contributions You know, they couldn't do that in America because Americans are way too petty. The annual annual orgy of financial voyeurism (laughs) might raise eyebrows in other parts of the world, but it remains an important national event in Finland. Can I just tell you, like, it would be so petty because it's like you... You like, you like your frenemy or something, you know, enemy. You'd be mm-hmm. fucking looking, looking mm-hmm. them up. And then you find out what they, um, what they make. And they'd be like, oh, my God, yeah, we just, we just came back from mm-hmm. Mexico. And this and the other about, I see how much you make. You can't afford to be going to no Mexico. <laughs> it will get real petty. Yeah. You know, talking about, okay, we bought a new, um, we just redid the kitchen. With whose yeah, money? Right. Because your I mother should... loan your money to do that? <laughs> you know, people would get so judgy and so petty. They should keep that in Finland, okay? Yeah, it's a it's a big thing. It's an annual. Um, it's done on November first. Yeah, it's done on November first. It's an annual um, uh, thing, and people look forward to it. And it's it's really? just yeah, it's it's a big deal. And then, but you know that's crazy because then you'd be judging yourself against other people. You know, they don't look at it like that. They, you know, there's, there's like a... It's just, that's just too much for me, man. I just, I'd be uncomfortable. But they don't talk, you know, <laughs> you know, it's so funny. Here in Europe, you can talk about um, religion. You can talk about politics. Mm-hmm. Everything with religion and politics, that you see nothing but discussions in the cafes. You see nothing but discussions on both religion and politics. And some of those books, like on St. Yuan Day, are some very heavy Books, political commentary. Yes, yes, they're heavy. They get into the isms of political structure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Very heavy stuff. Um, but to speak of money is considered vulgar. They don't do it. So you know, this is uh, this is almost like financial voyeurism. You see it, mm-hmm. but you're not. No one talks about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. So you know, you know, you know, you know that he knows. Everybody knows they know, yes. but nobody said. So nobody actually says anything. There's nothing need be said because everybody knows you know. Yes. You know. Uh, everybody knows. You, <laughs> you know. know. You know. Yes. So it's it's kind of. I think that's a a, a very interesting. Oh, there's a, uh, one more thing. We're gonna get out of here, um, and everybody have a great weekend. But there's one more thing I wanted to talk about, which was um, 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 ornithology. 
What is that? Ornithology is the scientific study of birds. Oh, ornithology? Yeah, ornithology. That's what I meant to say in the opening of the show, that you are quite the ornithologist. Got it. (laughs) So anyway, everybody have a great weekend. And Oh, wait, wait. Can I just say one more thing? Thank you so much for the sponsorship of the good folks at Firebrand Publishing. And and if you're needing to publish a book, www.firebrandpublishing.com. Um, spectacular people speak to the good folks of Firebrand Publishing today. Okay, the um, ornithologist is the bird watcher. <laughs> ornithology, isn't that great? So um, that's um, my wife who could tell the difference. She could tell. If you remember, right on, right away in the beginning of the show, mm-hmm. she realized that that was not an actual woodpecker. <laughs> okay, I mean, that yes. is just, that's amazing to me, you know, to have that kind of, just, you know, to have that ear for birds, you know what I mean? Okay. It's, it's amazing to me. And um, uh, um, uh, I look forward to, to learning more from you about the <laughs> ornithology. I think and so anybody forth. would know. That that wasn't a real woodpecker. I don't think that it was uh, anything special on my part. One more thing. I want you to um, enjoy your weekend. Have a really good time. So do you. Um, And if everybody could uh, bear with me and um, pass on some good luck. And uh, to my daughter, who's got a, uh, uh, um, what do you call it? Swim meet. Uh, Swim meet, yeah. Swim meet this weekend. And that um, that should be a lot of fun to watch. And uh, my son will be um, aggravating this week, and I can I can rest assured with that. And unrelenting. Yes. And never give. Never say die. Okay. Everybody have a great weekend, and uh, 